This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Welcome to Engadget Tomorrow. I'm Imran Sheikh, and this is where you get to hear about tomorrow today. Today we're talking about the future of getting around and a step forward for accessibility and a possible step back for sustainability. Let's start with the step forward. Researchers at NYU's Tandon School of Engineering and Grossman School of Medicine have created an app to help people with visual impairments navigate New York City's subway system. Commute Booster uses a smartphone camera to recognize relevant signs along a transit route, guiding users to their destination while ignoring non-essential signs and posters. Commute Booster is designed for the middle mile, where passengers trawl through turnstiles, busy passageways, and terminals to stay on the correct route. The app combines general transit feed specification, a standardized and publicly available database about public transportation routes, with optical character recognition to interpret signs and guide the user accordingly. The NYU press release says, By integrating these two components, Commute Booster provides real-time feedback to users regarding the presence or absence of relevant navigation signs within the field of view of their phone camera during their journey. A study that used the app on three NYC stations, J Street Metrotech, DeKalb Avenue, and Canal Street, had a 97% success rate in identifying the relevant signs needed to reach a mock destination. It managed to read the signs at a distance and from various angles expected from a typical commute. The middle mile often involves negotiating a complex network of underground corridors, ticket booths, and subway platforms, John Ross Rizzo, M.D., an NYU professor and co-author of the paper, who is also known for his engineering work that helps people with disabilities, said, It can be treacherous for people who cannot rely on sight, and most GPS-enabled navigation apps address first and last miles only, so they fall short of meeting the needs of blind or low-vision commuters. Commute Booster is meant to fill that gap. Next is a planned human subject study to see how well the app holds up in real-world navigation scenarios. After that, the researchers hope to make it available for public use in the near term. Commute Booster is a simple smartphone app using a modern handset standard sensors, but that means users need to hold their phone's cameras up as they navigate New York subway system. It's still worth it, but less than an ideal setup. One can easily imagine this or a similar app running on AR smart glasses if or when they ever find broader consumer appeal. Speaking of consumer appeal, or lack thereof, let's talk about Mazda's MX-30. The MX-30 is a strange EV, and it appears Mazda knows this. They are pulling the small crossover from the U.S. market after the 2023 model year. 
The company says it's currently focused on large platform plug-in hybrids like the CX-70 and CX-90 and also offers conventional hybrids like the CX-50. The MX-30 is Mazda's first and only mass-produced EV to date, and it came to the country in the fall of 2021 as a California-only model. From the start, its prospects were limited by a number of unusual business decisions. On top of its small size, it had just a 35.5-kilowatt-hour battery with an estimated 100-mile range. This was supposed to make it feel more like a gas car and limit the car's CO2 footprint, but the net result was a car that was both less exciting to drive and less practical than competing EVs, costing significantly less than Mazda's $35,385 sticker. The outgoing current-gen Chevy Bolt costs $9,000 less while delivering more performance and over twice the range. Sales were poor. Mazda has just sold 571 MX-30 units in the U.S. over three years. In some countries, the company has reworked the machine as a plug-in hybrid with a rotary gas engine and an estimated 53 miles of electric-only driving. Mazda is rethinking its EV strategy. It plans to introduce cars based on both an existing platform as well as a new framework. There are claims the company might use a future Toyota platform expected to deliver over 600 miles on a charge. The MX-30 discontinuation isn't the end, in other words. Rather, it's an acknowledgement that the company needs to be more competitive. The move is also a reflection of Japanese brands' general trouble entering the EV market. Honda might not replace its e-compact car, and it's refocusing on SUVs like next year's Prologue as well as its collaboration with Sony. Toyota and Subaru, meanwhile, had problems launching the BZ4X SUV crossover and its Solterra equivalent. For now, they largely have to rely on hybrids to attract buyers. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Will Shanklin and John Fingus and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.